Hi, I'm Veg. Hi, I'm Nonveg. Welcome to the Veg and Nonveg podcast. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. And first of all, I'd like to congratulate all the new graduates for 2020. And we have the most important topic today, which everybody is going to be super interested in, is networking. DK, would you like to tell us what is networking? Okay. Oh yeah. Even I would like to congratulate everyone. who has graduated in 2020 even though these are not good times to be <laughs> graduating <laughs> with the job market how it has been so that is where networking comes into the picture networking is essentially building connections and using them for gaining some sort of benefit from those connections usually that benefit is a job but sometimes it can also be like freelance gigs can be a business deal so basically if you were to hire someone if you were in the position to hire someone would you rather hire someone completely unknown or someone you know or someone who has been referred to you obviously you would want to do the latter right so that is how networking helps you so that is why a lot of people say it is important who you know rather than what you know because once you come here your resume and your experience is probably going to be similar to hundreds of other people who have applied to the same job if you know someone in the company or if someone has referred you for a position in the company then you have a better chance to stand out so basically networking is a way you can stand out to the recruiters and improve your chances of getting a job and how do you make contacts is first step is to start off with people you know in your program that could be your faculty members your seniors peers and um, usually all um programs and colleges have their own career counseling department where you can go and figure out who to contact how to contact and they kind of walk you through with a guideline or you can throw a stone at a recruiter and hope that they listen to you there there are many ways to <laughs> many ways to reach out to recruiters one of the ways is linkedin which i absolutely hate linkedin is my least favorite tool because everyone there is doing this uh, show off dance kind of thing I where think, everyone yeah. thinks that they are the best and <laughs> they have to show it off please 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 do not do that do not try to make yourself more important than you are do not try to fake things on linkedin or in your resume and absolutely do not try to message people out of thin air just asking for jobs that is the worst thing that you can do to get a job I mean the worst that could happen is you would get blocked but <laughs> but <laughs> you would have also wasted someone else's time and that is not uh, that is not what you want to do so uh, do you have uh, so i also get a lot of messages from complete strangers who are like oh i'm coming to do masters in the us can can you help me get a job and i'm like dude you you're not even here yet you're coming in 3 4 months so please please calm down right now once you get here get to know people meet uh, your uh, your batchmates meet seniors and then uh, try to build your network if you start right now and just ask for jobs no one can uh, tell you what to do so juhi do you have uh, any fun conversations you've had on linkedin with people i think yeah linkedin is i mean i don't hate linkedin as much as you do but i also think that it pretty much talks mostly about 
people patting their own backs for things they've done or sharing other people's accomplishment and it just doesn't come off as genuine as you would think it just become another social media blog where just people are posting all kinds of stuff and it's it's not what it's intended to be but it has helped in networking in a lot of ways on how to contact people how to approach them or even ask them for simple questions or opportunities but yes i do have a few weird funny um requests from people or messages from people in my inbox that i have no idea who they are but they have like at least 10 15 common mutual connections on linkedin and all they want to know is where do i work how can i get a job or can you refer me please can you can you tell me more about opportunities in your company and i don't see a problem with that as long as you really do want to work for a company or you know what positions you want to apply rather than just putting a net out there and trying to catch whatever fish you can and it's it's very weird to approach someone you don't know to ask them for a referral or a recommendation because it kind of also goes it comes to my name and reputation in my company to refer someone and then they don't stand up to their potential so i always tell people i, I don't mind helping people or answering people's questions but i do don't want to just do the work for you at least at least do that right if they are reaching you that's done that's their only part and that they don't actually have to do any work behind it yeah it's a two way street you can't just you know keep taking from people you have to offer something when when you first interact with someone yeah. at least even something like a compliment like i i saw that you work here this com- your company has done this this thing and uh, or be interested in their work like wh- what is it that you do how can i know more about your role ask questions find out what they do before you actually you know j- just uh, bombard them with uh, give me a referral kind of question yeah it should be at seems, least interested yeah. it almost seems like it's a, you know one of those spam messages that you get it's like just sent to bulk at once and just not really care for who you are contacting or you're just changing the name of the person at the start <laughs> but yeah i completely agree that you should be interested in what the person you're talking to is doing and research the company well before to even or contact them with the opportunities that are posted and say hey can you like let me know if this position is good for my um, profile or even send a position number which always helps someone you are not wasting their time and it narrows it down for them that you are serious and you know what you're talking about which i would be way more interested in helping these people out rather than just somebody who feels entitled i had someone who contacted me and was like okay hey hey um i want to work for so and so company and um i'm interested and in, uh, this is my background can you look on your job profile and let me know what opportunities are good for me um excuse me what do you think i'm not getting paid to do this for you <laughs> have you had any such um, weird asked request from people uh not that particularly weird but i do uh, but i do get a few messages every now and then asking like 
how do I get this job? How do I get that job? I'm like, I don't know. And I have one job. <laughs> you yeah, do I, mean, I yeah. can't do that research for you. Yeah, I can tell I, you about my job or, you know, I can connect you to someone else who has some other job, but that is the best I can do for you. Also, I don't know why I have to say this, but this is very important. Do not use LinkedIn as a dating app. It is not oh a dating app. <laughs> yes, please don't. <laughs> do you have any stories about uh, I I have a couple of them. I can, I mean, I can say about one story. It was so bizarre. So this was during last year when I was um, doing job search myself. And I was trying to make connections on LinkedIn. Whoever was working in a department that I would be interested in or somebody close to my profile so I can ask them questions. And um, I contacted this person thinking, okay, they would be able to help me. And they sent me a connection request. I was like, okay, maybe I can ask them a few questions. But it I don't know why that person thought that they could just, that this was some kind of dating app. But they were not interested in answering my questions about job opportunities, but instead wanted to discuss them over coffee um, in person. And I, he, and also the person knew that I don't even live in the city that they're in or located anywhere nearby. So I don't know what they were expecting was going to happen, but I just curtly and politely um, declined to their request as such but it is very weird and I've seen a lot of posts from a lot of women I mean there might also be a few men but majorly like a lot of women who post keep posting about uh, men being I mean men messaging them about their profile picture or that they look good or that they're um, profile is good but then there's some other intentions behind it and it's, nice it's so bizarre <laughs> oh yeah a nice dp uh, your smile is very beautiful it's just just creepy even though it's on a professional app don't do it guys just don't it's so weird also on the other side don't use tinder as a as a job portal I've seen that stories also. Actually, people find recruiters on Tinder. <laughs> That's the other way. I guess you can, yeah. <laughs> that is funny. I've also seen a lot of people, I mean, I've heard stories of my friends um, who who were on Shadi.com and then people didn't want to pay to talk to them and then people have contacted them via LinkedIn because it's so easy to find a profile, which also... Don't do that. It's a professional oh, site. People are there to find job and opportunities. So just don't be that dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I still don't know why we have to say this. But yes, this happens way more than we realize. Apart from that, the other big chance where you get to network or meet new people, meet recruiters is the career fair. Yeah. How has your career fair experience been? Uh, not great, but I think it applies to my program and degree because public health career fair for us was not as huge and we didn't have a lot of companies and businesses come to our career fair because it's mostly an opportunity um, for networking within your circle, but not 
and it's specially for internships but not really for job opportunities and we have a lot of government agencies in public health and other non-profit organizations who may may not sponsor so international students are always um, not as interested to go to these things but i would say go just so you can practice your communication skills and you know do your elevator pitch to someone and make an impression because you don't know um, if that person is going to be able to help you in the future so just why not try what about you i know engineering career fairs are immensely vast and there's like 100 200 companies in long lines i've only seen pictures of these things i dare no go they're not <laughs> yeah, go there true. there's like so many people in the uh, in the venue that you just can't so right now it would be completely banned that yeah. many people are gathered in one location uh, yeah it would be a coronavirus hotspot so yes. <laughs> it would be impossible to do social distancing at an engineering career fair having said that there there are people who still find a way to stand out to recruiters there are ways you can uh, you know come across as the the candidate that they are looking for but it, but just going there and talking to people is not going to help i've i've been to many career fairs and i've come back with nothing more than a lot of t-shirts because yeah they they, they yeah, just give away <laughs> yeah <laughs> they give away a lot of free stuff but again uh, as an international student your options are very uh, very small the the number of companies might be large there might be like 200 companies that come to hire for your major but then you filter down the companies that are willing to sponsor international students and you will have like 10 companies yeah and then you have about hundreds of 100 people at least who are international students from your major who are applying for those same 10 companies so that and it's just in this one university that there are 100 people applying for those 10 companies considering that they these companies go to all universities in the country your chances are very low if your resume is like a cookie cutter resume where you have uh, done a bachelor's four years and worked maybe one two years and you've just come here and you're doing doing your masters everyone's resume is basically the same and if you don't have anything to stand out you are just you know just another person in their resume pile and you'll never hear back from them so yeah uh, you can try to do many different things to stand out I mean oh, yes. do... please tell me your story <laughs> on how oh, you yeah. so, had people read your resume <laughs> yeah so this is what i did as a trick as as a as a game i told the recruiters that this is my resume and uh, we will play a game and <laughs> i told them you have uh, you have one minute what you have to do is spot a lie in my resume there is exactly one lie and you have three chances one minute to guess that and i started a uh, stopwatch and once the stopwatch ended and they had made all their guesses i would tell them that this is not a i mean and there there is no lie i just wanted you to see my resume for more than uh, whatever 5 seconds that they usually get to see yeah. i got them to see my resume for 20 times more than what they usually do on average so that was <laughs> that was my that was my trick to get them to see my resume it kind of worked because after that i got two uh, two interviews which was two more than i had got ever before in any career fair 
That makes sense. Yeah, it's yeah. very difficult um, to stand out in a pool of like hundreds of students where everybody kind of matches everybody. And you can do worse things to stand out. Like you could kidnap the recruiter and hold them to the point <laughs> and ask them for a job. In no way we are advertising this, but hey. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, please don't do that. Not only will you not get a job, you will also go to jail. So. Yes. Thank you for basic <laughs> laws. Disclaimer, we do not encourage kidnapping people. Yeah. Has like, uh, has, I know you hate LinkedIn, but have you ever tried approaching like, you know, doing call, cold calls with um, people on LinkedIn to yeah. Um, network? Uh, yeah, sure. So not cold call as in like, just give me a job kind of message. But I have reached out to recruiters or seniors who I have never personally met and said, Hey, I saw your profile. I saw that you work here and uh, there is this position in your company uh, that I think I would be good for. Uh, Can you tell me more about this position or can you tell me, uh, you know, what I can do to apply to that position? So what can I say in my resume or what projects or what courses can I do? So that I become eligible to apply for that position. Basically trying to understand uh, what I can do. Trying to understand what the company wants from its employees. And not just like, oh, here is my resume. Just give me this job or refer me. That that won't work. I, I, would, rather, I would have to do all the groundwork myself. So yeah, uh, I don't just randomly reach out to people. I have to do a lot of groundwork before I can actually talk to someone. Yeah, I think, I mean, my approach is kind of similar where, um, firstly, I would highly recommend that if you want to network with people you don't know, but are in your industry, try searching for the position that you're applying. Like, example, um, if you, if you want to be a data analyst, just in a specific field or healthcare analyst, just search that up and the people who show up and the companies go look at their profile, look at, how many years they've been working and if it feels like they're in a good position to even recommend you or help you out because I mean I know a lot of people um, go for HR and recruiters but I mean they have hundreds of people contact them daily but if you talk to somebody who's in a director level or a senior position head of department and if they refer you for to an HR it's going to make uh, more of an impression. So I highly recommend doing that. And these are the tricks that uh, one of my friends showed me. I was also doing the same, um, talking to HR bit, but this um, idea helped me a lot. I would have a specific message typed out based on those in-mail options where you get a certain limited characters where you can message um, somebody who's not in your connection. and you can just type that out, have a blank message and, you know, make changes based on the company or the person and the position are applying. Don't just say, don't just ask someone to refer you or recommend you at the first go. Talk to them, try to find out more about the company, more um, for about the opportunities or even just ask them, hey, can I call you up? Uh, would you be interested in um, answering my questions? And 
I would have these ten set of questions that I would ask them if they agreed for a call or, or over email or Skype or whatever, and it just really helped to understand the company and even you know figure out if I actually do want to work for a company where I had. I have changed my mind about the company a couple times because they didn't really like the work environment or the work that they were doing. So it really helps in understanding the job market. And uh, by this system, I actually did get a couple of um, informal interview calls, but they were um, actually taken by the director and the founder of the company, which really helped. Even though it did not end up working out because of my international status, but it it helps you in getting noticed and talking to people higher up i have a fun story about that so i <laughs> i once wrote to the ceo of a company the the company is a food delivery startup okay okay and i wrote a long email about how much i love food and why i would <laughs> of course <laughs> <laughs> why i would love to work for a company that that does my favorite thing and my my subject line was feed me more <laughs> cool <laughs> but it it actually worked he he replied saying that this was a very interesting way to reach out uh, he connected me to one of the recruiters and i had a few interviews with them obviously i did not uh, eventually end up getting the job but yeah i did i did manage to stand out so to yeah. speak I, so that Clearly. that is also another way to stand out that you you know uh, be funny but good funny so yeah, don't be offensive. Be respectful. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah, I think you are brave enough to be funny. Where a lot of us, be uh, normal people, are just going to stick by the book and rules. Where we are just going to be professionals. <laughs> but it does work out to stand out in a good way. Do you yeah. have um, any other way where you've um, do you, have you ever used the um, Texas A&M career shift tool or the career search tool? I have used the career shift tool to find contacts, not to actually apply for jobs. But that uh, the tool has actually uh, a good contact database. You can go to the go to the career shift tool, and if you see a specific job position listed on the on the portal, you can go to the company that is offering that position and then on that tool you can see all the people who are listed as contacts for that company and their positions so if you see someone who is like a recruiter or someone who is doing the same role or slightly senior role that way you can find those people and you can uh, reach out to them and ask them about the position and find out more or you could just talk to the recruiters and see if uh your resume and your profile is something that they're looking for. I have used that. I didn't have a lot of success with it because, again, a lot of the positions that are listed there are specifically for American citizens and not much for international students. Uh, so, again, your mileage may vary. Yeah, uh, for me, it was a little different because I didn't really look for positions because, yeah, as you said, it's mostly for American citizens. But I did look up companies, not on the site, but like in general or Google or Indeed, if they had postings. And I tried to find out contacts and like, you know, it it has helped me in getting noticed if I have directly emailed somebody in the team or somebody in the department. And then they can provide me more information, even if it's 
you know help for your interview or if you ask them questions they can eventually help you out in interviews and stand out there where people have told me that oh this company is really uh, interested and very proud of their mission statement or um calling their company a firm it helps in knowing these minor details that only insider um employees would know i used to send cat pictures lot of emails so if you're trying to find someone's email id there is a very good tool called hunter it is hunter.io what you do is you go on the website hunter.io and uh, enter the name enter the website for the company that you're looking uh, that you're trying to find someone for and they'll give you possible email ids that that company uses for example if it uses first name dot last name at company.com or f dot last name whatever combination the company uses you can use that to reach out to whoever you want to reach out in the company it's not exactly uh, always accurate but it works quite often and uh, if you're trying to find someone's email id that is a good first step i'll yeah. link to uh, yeah i'll link to it in the show notes I have always <laughs> wanted to say this <laughs> by doing the, a podcast. Your, your dreams coming true. Yes. <laughs> But I've tried that tool, and honestly, I can't say it worked for me because it just never gave me the good, the accurate result that I wanted. So I, I mean, but I did find options on CareerShift, so I guess that's for me. But other than that, um, a good networking opportunity would be um, going to your career advisor. Usually, a department has one, and they get to know about job opportunities from seniors or like other faculty members, and they can let you know about these opportunities, and you can apply, and they can put in a good word for you. Um, also, um, faculty members are great if you're going into more research-oriented uh, jobs or you need recommendations or an insider-like job where you know these faculty um, people find out more about uh, in jobs in universities and i do have a good example of that so before i had this full time position after graduation i had a part time job for the uh, at the university and i find out about that um, opportunity from a friend of mine uh, who was taking the class of the professor and he just announced in the class Okay, I have this um, RA, a research assistant position uh, for so and so project. Would would any of you be interested, or if any of your friends would be interested? And she knew I was looking for a job, so forwarded it to me. I was not even going to apply for it honestly because um, it it was for a student. I had already graduated, and I didn't even know the software, but I knew the basics of how those. kind of projects go so i just applied and i got an immediate reply from the professor who was really interested in my profile and he kind of like jumped through hoops to even um hire me even though i was not a student which was pretty amazing of him so you never know you can find opportunities at like um weird places you wouldn't even expect and in general like um our career advisor told our friend once was don't um i mean you never know who's going to open a door for you so just be polite and respectful to everybody good luck to all you current and future grads and 
and don't worry everything will eventually work out you'll find a job and if you guys have any similar stories or linkedin hacks or weird creepy messages let us know uh, on our facebook page twitter instagram or uh, contact us via pigeon again <laughs> and that's it for today guys thanks listen to us on spotify apple podcast and stitcher or wherever else you get your podcast fixes follow us on facebook instagram and twitter at veg and non veg pod if you have any questions suggestions comments please email us on contact at veg and non veg.com <laughs>